This is episode 197 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're talking intuitive eating and craving. And is intuitive eating just a way of giving in to our craving? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Stephanie, and I'm back with a cold. So if you're noticing that my voice sound different? You're totally right. I have been waiting and waiting to record this episode. And it is today, Wednesday, July 17th, a day before the release. And my voice is though better, not 100% back. So we're going to roll with this girls. So we had a huge event last week. If you're part of our community, and you are reading your emails, you've seen our anniversary event, we celebrated eight years of my company serving you. And it was very exciting. So we had a huge event. And we have another one coming up on July the 24th. So next Wednesday. So if you're not yet part of our community, how do you become part of our community? You simply go do our programs, or perhaps get one of our freebie like the intuitive eating guide, and something you I'm going to share with you shortly, and or join our community on our website. At the bottom of the website, you'll see it says join our community, you click in and then because we're a digital company, when I say join our community, the way for me to communicate with you is not face to face, but instead via email. So by giving me your first name and your email, you can then become part of our community so we can communicate to you. So round two of the eight years anniversary event is coming up on July 24th and will be communicated exclusively via our newsletter. Behind the scene, we've been really busy. So I would invite you to go and check out our brand new website. Yay! My team and I have been actively working in the last three weeks. So go to stephaniedoze.com and then check out our website. And in there, there's an upgrade to our intuitive eating guide. We actually made it an entire course. So I've developed the intuitive eating get started guide a few months ago, and I've now added a video series behind it. So it's totally free. So you receive five days, five videos, and a PDF guide to get you started in understanding what is intuitive eating. And the way to get that is by simply going to our website, stephaniedozy.com, and you'll see it's now all over the website. You cannot miss it. So to celebrate this new focus on our website on intuitive eating, this new program, this new free courses that we're offering, I'm launching a series on the podcast over the next, for sure, four weeks, and perhaps even longer, all depends on your question, an intuitive eating series. So question that you have about intuitive eating 
concept of intuitive eating that I believe needs to be digged in a little bit more. So different topic. And we're going to get started today with the notion of intuitive eating and craving. And I'm gathering more information from you. So as we are live today, July the 17th, I'm on Instagram, both on my feed and in my stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, go do it now. And I have you answering questions for me about what you want me to talk about on this series on the podcast. So I will build these next four to six podcasts strictly on your question around intuitive eating. So this episode today is about craving. We're going to answer the question, is intuitive eating not just a way of giving in to your craving? What is intuitive eating? What is considered a craving and is it bad? How we can manage our craving with intuitive eating? And the one word that can shift everything when it comes to craving. And that's going to be at the end of the episode. So you got to stay with me. Ready to do this, sisters? So let's get started with first, what is intuitive eating? Because some of you may be your first time landing on this podcast or never listened to any episode that talked about intuitive eating and you're like, what the heck is that? So let's get started there. Intuitive eating is a self-care eating framework that makes you the boss of you. Intuitive eating teaches you to have a healthy relationship to food, distinguishing between emotional desire for food and physical desire for food, ultimately leading you to tap into your innate body wisdom. Intuitive eating is a name to express an innate behavior around food. We were all born intuitive eater. For all of you that have babies, let me give you the example of a newborn, right? The baby is born and it feels this sensation in their tummy. They quite don't know what it is. And then they start crying, seeking help. You come close, you bring them into your chest and perhaps put them onto the breast or a bottle and feed them. And they're like, oh, sensation in the tummy goes away when this happened. Okay, next time I feel this, I am going to cry and the same thing will happen, right? Food will come in. And then innately, we start developing hunger and fullness cue. And we go on to this path of being intuitive eater, perhaps until our teens or depending of our family environment, until somebody tells us that don't eat as much as you do, or eat everything on your plate, even if you're not full, continue eating until this, this innate pattern disrupts is disrupted by something in your environment. Now, again, all depends on your family environment. But for most of us women, this innate, intuitive eating ability that all humans have, get really disrupted in our teens when we encounter diet culture. So diet culture is this 
culture that we have in our society that tells us that thin, thin body is better. And the way to get a thin body is to A, control food and exercise so that you lose weight. That's the traditional diet culture that's been prevalent in modern society like since probably the early 1900 in first world country, because in other country, that is not even a concern, right? Survival is their concern, but us in first world country, we, we want to be 10 because survival is not something we're focused on because we have all our basic needs met. So now we're focused on the next level, which is to be 10. So traditionally, diet culture has told us to control food, increase exercise, lose weight, become thinner. Now, we want to be aware that diet culture with the new upcoming generation, they don't want to buy into that. So there's this upgrade of diet culture that is now labeled as wellness culture, wellness diet, in which it's no longer about losing weight. It's about optimum health. Because optimum health leads to you releasing unhealthy weight naturally. So it's still focused on weight loss, but it's not said into the term that we're used to it. So depending on where you are on the age spectrum, if you're like me in your early 40s, you met the old-fashioned way of diet culture in your early teens, perhaps college year, and you've adopted the model that you need to lose weight to be thin, to be happy, and then for that, you control food. And then ultimately, you'll get to that thinner body and life will be amazing. Now, the process of dieting that we are thought, right, so this old-fashioned dieting model is about I call it old-fashioned, but it's still very prevalent, but call it diet culture, has taught us to ignore our innate signal of hunger and fullness, the what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat, and in favor of external signals, right? So disregard your hunger and fullness. So disregard your desire to eat because that's wrong. It's faulty. You're broken for feeling hunger because that's how you became not thin, right? So disregard that. And fullness should not be seek because being full means you you are overeating, which leads you to gain weight and not be in a thin body. So we disregard all this intuitive eating signal that we were born with in favor to calories, macros, weighing food, eating time window, ketone levels in today's world so that we can achieve the tin ideal body. And then, as I said, most of us have met this in our early teens or perhaps even in our early 20s. And now we're at 40. So we've been living this way for the last 10, 20, perhaps even 30 years. So now we've rewired our brain to engage with food in that way. And we believe that that is the natural way of engaging with food. Not because we're born 
in a dieting model just because we've been doing it longer than the innate intuitive eating way. So I want you to first be cognizant of that. Okay, then from there, we can then start looking at the craving question in a completely different way, right? What is a craving, right? What do we consider a craving? So I want us to look at it in two perspectives. I want us to look at it in the context of dieting, diet culture, diet mindset, and then ask ourselves: is craving a bad thing? 100% yes. If you are in that old model of engaging with food through dieting, craving is something you should be controlling, something that you should be avoiding, just like your hunger cue and not wanting to be full. Because craving are internal cues, which are wrong, right? In the, in the dieting context, internal cue, you've been trained that you're broken, that all your internal cues are faulty. Therefore, your craving are assumed to be wrong and something that you should be avoiding. Now, in the context of intuitive eating, craving takes a whole different perspective, right? Craving for us in the context of intuitive eating, it's still a cue from our body. It's a signal from our body that we need something, right? We'll define a little bit later what is that, what we need. But in the intuitive eating world, we believe, we trust, and we respect our innate cues around hunger, fullness, craving, satisfaction. Just like when you were a baby, you didn't question hunger, right? You're hungry, you're either cry when you were little or when you were a toddler, you went to the fridge and pointed at the fridge door because you know behind that big door was a whole bunch of food that would stop this hunger signal. So in the world of intuitive eating, because we trust those signals, we then look at craving in this lands of unmet needs, because we value those signals, because that's the base of intuitive eating, we then say, hmm, what is it that I would need? So craving in this brand new world is about unmet needs that could be either physical, like hunger, or emotional. That could be perhaps a way in our body to tell us that we are anxious. Perhaps a way of our body to tell us that we feel lonely in front of the TV at night and it feels uncomfortable. And the brain is like, well, I know what could make you feel better. Go to the cupboard and grab the chocolate bar or grab the bag of chips. And then when you eat it, you're going to have a dopamine rush in your brain. And then this feeling of loneliness will go away. Right? That's how your brain, your reptilian subconscious brain function. So 
when we have a craving in the world of intuitive eating, we're like, okay, is it physical? Is it emotional? What is it that I need? And then our mission is to meet this need, to respond in a trustful, respectful relationship that we have with our body in meeting that need. And if we don't, we know that the need will just come more and more present. And for all the moms, I'm going to bring you back to another real life example of a toddler and tantrum, right? And I like to use those example, and I'm not a mom, but I've babysat for years. I see them and I think they're the perfect analogy for eating behavior. When you have a three-year-old who wants something, their want, we're not going to judge the want. We're just going to say they want something. And then they try to communicate that to you and you're just too busy. Perhaps you're on the phone, you're cooking, doing the dishes, and you're ignoring them. What is the toddler going to do? The toddler is going to keep asking. He's going to keep asking. He will start yanking perhaps on your pants, start screaming. And if you still don't respond, going to have a full out tantrum. Can you relate to that? Well, your cravings, those needs that your body have that you're not meeting, perhaps because you are part of diet culture, diet mindset, and you're labeling your craving as bad, will just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger until they fall out, get out of control. So some people will say overeating. Some people will say emotional eating. Some people will say craving the forbidden food. Some people will have full out binges. These are a way for your subconscious mind, which drives the eating behavior to have a tantrum because you're not listening, because you're disregarding these body messages. So how do we handle craving in the context of intuitive eating? We first shift the way we perceive craving. We shift the mindset that we respect our innate body wisdom. We know that innately inside of us, we have this ability to eat, quote, intuitively, quote, normally, and that we will trust our body and we will respect our hunger fullness cue. We will seek satisfaction and then we will have a symbiotic relationship with our body instead of seeking external cues, external wisdom, external diet to engage with our body. The second thing we do in the world of intuitive eating is we become curious. So instead of judging our craving with the quote, bad label or weak label or undisciplined or lack of willpower, we say, hmm, how interesting. We become curious. That is the one word shift that we do. We shift from judgment to curiosity. Now, judgment is the pillar of diet culture, one of the pillar of diet culture. That's how diet culture makes you feel bad for living, for having hunger and fullness cue, 
And that's how they keep you in the loop of dieting and tinness idol. If you didn't judge yourself, if you didn't judge your hunger, at some point you would disconnect from their framework. That's what we do in intuitive eating. We disconnect and we say, there's nothing wrong with our body. Our body is completely normal. We're going to get curious and we're going to ask ourselves these two simple questions when we have a craving. You ready? What am I feeling right now? And what do I need right now? Imagine the potency of these two questions. Imagine if you were to understand what your body is trying to tell you and you were to act on it. What would happen if, for example, you address the anxiety and the stress instead of numbing it? Perhaps you would avoid the whole overwhelm anxiety syndrome. What if you ate now when you're hungry instead of waiting for your eating window and then overeating? Perhaps you wouldn't overeat. So here's the good news. When you become curious instead of judgmental, around your eating signal, your cravings, you will start to feel better. There will be less negative loop in your head and and you'll be happier, which then will lead to you eating better because there will be a lot less emotional loop igniting all kinds of crazy, quote, craving for the forbidden food you will be more motivated and you will stop punishing yourself for your quote, bad behavior, because there's no more bad behavior. There's no more judgment. Because you will be more motivated, you will become more consistent. Because you're motivated, because you feel good about yourself, because you're not in suffering all the time. And because you're more consistent, you will become healthier because you will be more consistent in engaging in health behavior. So perhaps you will start prioritizing sleep, right? Because you won't feel so lonely and stressed in front of the TV and feel bad about yourself. You'll actually shut down the TV and go to bed. Perhaps you'll move more because instead of doing a six-day CrossFit crazy regimen, you will instead pick an activity that you enjoy doing and that you want to do. So when you become an intuitive eater, here's what happened. You stop dieting, you eat better, you feel better, and you become healthier. So there you have it. That's the perspective of intuitive eating with craving. Now, if you want to know more about intuitive eating, we do have our brand new course, the Intuitive Eating Get Started course that you can pick up for totally free on our website, www.stephaniedodier.com. It's all over our website. You can't miss it. It's five days, five videos from me, 
teaching you about the basic of intuitive eating. And I would love, by the way, to hear your comments and your feedback about our brand new website. So there you have it. So let me recap to you the exercise I want you to practice. I'm trying to do this at the end of each episode. Two questions that I want you to ask yourself next time you have a craving, instead of shaming it, I want you to become curious. Here's the two questions. What am I feeling right now? And what do I need right now? And try, if you can, to fulfill on the needs of your body. I'll see you on the next episode where we're going to talk about intuitive eating myth. This is going to be a real fun one. I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you on the next episode.